Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Welcome to another week of the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff. I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your Taiwanese-American Southern Californian. What's up? I'm back, everybody. Sorry about last week. My name's Parth. I drive a 2016 M3 in NorCal, representing up here. And I'm Andrew. I drive a 2015 Subaru BRZ, also up in the Bay Area. Yay. We're all here this week. Yeah. Perfect attendance this week. Yeah. I think Jeffrey's the only one that hasn't missed one. So Perfect attendance award. Perfect attendance award. Yeah, I should take a week off. Yeah. (laughs) Or do I get like free in and out at the end of the year? All right. We'll make that happen. That's fair. (laughs) Free in and out. (laughs) All right. Since we're all here, though, uh, this week... Uh, let's start off talking about a topic that's going to just... Let's just have our blood boil oh. for the first half of the show. Hell, let's I'm Let's just get dumb. angry, all right? Because this week, what I want to talk about is driving habits we hate. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's going to be a long Those one. Love, <laughs> it's going to be a <laughs> lot of angry. lovely moments on the road with that just, you know, when you get home, you just want to punch a wall. Or your car, or someone else's car. Definitely you know, someone else's months. car. Someone else's yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start off with mine. You know, mine's simple and kind of practical. People not knowing how to use a zipper lane. For, for those of us less educated, can you explain uh-huh. what a zipper lane is? When you merge onto, let's say, a highway or a street or whatnot, basically when your two lanes become one. Okay. The reason why it's called a zipper lane is because it's supposed to. It's supposed to work like a zipper. One car after another. One car from one lane goes. One car from the <laughs> other lane goes. And if people understand this, a good amount of traffic would not be happening. <laughs> But no, a lot of people are like, no, I'm going to like speed up and try to fill the gap so I won't let the people in. And then they just end up like breaking and then other people break and then the cars behind you break, 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 break. And then you have L.A. congestion. Yeah. And then you have backup on the I-5 from San Diego to (laughs) Bakersfield. Exactly. If people just knew how this worked, if people were like, "Okay, I'll go, then he go, I go, he go, then this would not be a problem. But the thing is, it's kind of the American government's fault if they know people are stupid why do they even design that shit it like, works everywhere else i feel like in, not in this country especially this state there needs to be like maybe like a door or like a <laughs> little catapult thing on you know in the ping pong ball machines yeah goes behind one car and it's like your turn Foosh, shoots them out or just make every road in the state five lanes no because no, everyone will just help. be like it doesn't help have you seen the roads? they could be eight lanes wide That's true. you'll still have yeah no matter how many lanes we have here in california we will always have traffic yeah because at that point people are like oh i kept my very own lane yeah 
<laughs> and I could do whatever the heck I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm in a zipper lane, I try to do the one car after another. And you know what? If someone tries to like bully me out of the lane, you know what? I just keep doing. I just keep driving forward. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Either you let me in, or I'm just gonna crash into you. <laughs> yeah. Like just screw your car and screw your your freaking ego. I'm getting in the lane. One after the other, I'm making the zipper work, and I don't get Freaking it. Like people, people this. will skip the whole zipper and then like cross over and then be like way behind you after you're in the freeway already. Yeah, like I, I don't <laughs> understand. I, I hate people who drive 65 miles per hour in the most left lane on the freeways. Lane huggers. And I understand 65 is a speed limit, but mm-hmm. I don't understand is everyone knows in California the speed limit's not actually 65. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like everybody in California knows this because there's very few times, no matter if you're in the Bay Area or in SoCal, everybody does usually 70 to 80 miles an hour. Thing is now, you got idiots in the left lane who think that they own the damn road and then they're doing 65 miles per hour in the left lane and they're not moving no matter how many people pass them. That entitlement, that's what I'm talking about, guys. I have a right to be here if I'm doing 65 miles per hour because that's the speed limit. You ain't the cops, bitch. You ain't the cops. Let the cops pull me over and tell me I can't be doing 75 miles an hour. You know, 65 miles an hour in the leftmost lane is on the top of my list as some of my favorite drivers. You know who are my most favorite drivers? Mm. The people in the carpool lane who like to do (laughs) 50 and below. The carpool lane is made for people with more than one person on their car. So, you know, they get a faster flow of traffic. Yeah. It doesn't work when the semi next to you is driving quicker (laughs) than you. That's so true. I feel like part of all of this is like a lot of people just don't know that left lane is passing. Yeah, they don't get yeah. that. Like I had one of my friend's moms literally tell me like when we were like, what, 14, 15, like we we're about to get our driver's license. She was like, as soon as you get on the freeway, you want to go all the way left because that's where there's least movement of traffic. You yeah. stay out of danger that way. Like, dude. Bro, that I, same same situation with me. Like one of, one of my friend's mom. Like, my mom was driving with her, and she was driving, and she was doing, like, 60 or 65 in the left lane, right? (laughs) And my mom's like, hey, uh, why don't you go over, like, a lane or two if you know if you're going to do 65? You know, people are passing us pretty fast. And she's like, I'm doing speed limit. If they want to go fast, go around me. I can stay in this lane. It doesn't work like that, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the problem. Like, so many countries could operate with a two-lane highway. But here, we have ten lanes... To do whatever and you want. Don't know, yeah, like <laughs> left lane could be the slowest traffic. Middle lane could be, I don't know, passing if you want it to be. <laughs> Carpool lane could be, who, you could take a nap there if you yeah, want. I don't know. Matter, yeah. Like, heck. It's that freaking mentality of like self-entitlement that I want my own lane. I want a lane with no cars for 10 miles in front of me and 10 miles behind me. That's what everybody's thinking when they're in these lanes. Because they're like, I want to be in the lane with the least amount of people. That's so stupid. Look at, like, Europe. I'm not even saying Germany, because everyone knows Germany's perfect in terms of motorways. But look at, even the entire Europe works the same way. Everybody knows the left lanes are passing, and a lot of those freeways aren't bigger than two or three lanes. It's because they know they're educated on how to drive. (laughs) I hate this country. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> Whoa. I, I hate this Slow country's down, freeway there. system. <laughs> uh, well, that leads me into one of mine. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is people that text and drive. And uh, oh, yeah. since moving to the Bay Area, I feel like there's a lot of like what I call tech trash. Yeah. Um, and I those guys are always on their fucking phones. Yeah. And because of that, they're like going what 50 60 on the freeway like looking up and down more down than up and then they like <laughs> accidentally creep into a lane for a little bit then they come back when the you know the dividers start making noises yeah and they start like just randomly tapping their brakes yeah because they're like <laughs> freaking themselves out like oh god some of this stuff like especially that makes me want to join the police force just to pull S- these fuckers over seriously <laughs> dude no actually you know what i do though like when i realize that somebody's actually like texting and driving and you can tell that their mm-hmm. driving is shit i pull up next to them i honk my horn and i make like the you know the phone kind of like sign with my hand and i'm yeah. like hey put it down i like mouth them, i'm like put it down and they look at me like what the fuck is happening my body gets shot <laughs> like dude they're hella scared and the next thing you know they put the phone down i've done uh, it like a few times and it actually works like, i've actually just, yelled at someone out of my window before <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking frustrating because they almost hit me and i was like okay not this pulled up next to him and screamed at him yeah dude <laughs> i don't mind at all telling people who like on their phones while they're driving that go fuck off yeah fuck yeah. yourself I feel like if I was a cop, I'd crash my car because I'd be looking into everyone's windows, <laughs> seeing who's texting and driving. <laughs> and the worst part is these people are not good drivers. I mean, even if you're a good driver, you shouldn't be texting and driving, you know, in general. But the fact is you're also a bad driver. Your hand-eye coordination is dog shit. You can't even, you know, you break every two seconds for no reason, not only when you're texting and driving. You think the left lane is your lane. And you think 55 miles per hour is a reasonable speed to be going on the freeway. That's the kind of person who texts and drives. My favorite story of texting and driving has to be when I was like sitting behind this guy at an intersection. He like jerks forward because he thinks the lights turned green, uh-huh. but then breaks because it's like, oh, the light's not green. Yeah. I need to stop. Yeah. He does it again. And then the light turns green and he doesn't go. <laughs> Because he's on his freaking phone thinking, you know, this guy's probably learned his lesson. Pay attention, right? Uh We stop at the next light. The light turns green. He doesn't go because he's freaking on his phone. I don't understand this, okay? I don't like, you know, how when the law passed that we can't be talking on our phones while driving? Mm -hmm. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, let's not talk on our phones while driving. I I won't do that because that's dangerous. You know what's safer? Texting. Let's text. Let's yeah. look at the screen. Let's <laughs> look down and try to type words because yeah. that's more, that's better. Yeah. That's safer. I also, um, there's a certain type of driver that I don't like sitting with. You know, like if it's a friend driving or somebody, it's the nervous driver. You know the <laughs> nervous drivers? You know the ones that are like not even sure about their own skill? Very and undecisive. Yeah. They're, they want to change lanes. Like, when you change lanes, you kind of glance over, check your blind spot. You look in your review mirror. You kind of have an understanding, right? Because, I'm, I mean, you, you, know, you guys are good drivers. So, you have an understanding of what's around you, you know? You don't have to be going crazy and changing lanes. I know this one guy. Whenever he changes lanes, I swear to God, he pretty much stares at the back passenger in his eye. Like, he turns around that far to look at his blind spot. I'm like, dog, you don't need to be turning around like a goddamn owl to be checking if there's somebody... You're not even checking your blind spot at that point. You're checking if there's somebody behind you. 
Bush is a rearview mirror for You're checking, is someone in my backseat? <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear, like, and I started noticing this when, like, I was sitting in the backseat of his car. Whenever he would change lanes, it looked as if he was turning back to look at me. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm checking my blind spot. I'm like, you're not checking your blind spot. You're literally looking back at me. And I'm sitting in the middle seat in the back. Like, and then, how and then are you tell, <laughs> tell or rear end someone. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, that's the thing. It's not safe. But see, that's an example of a nervous driver. Another thing that you know nervous drivers do is they they signal a lot, like mm-hmm. unnecessarily. I live in a cul-de-sac. This guy signals when he's leaving my cul-de-sac, which is completely unnecessary. You, you don't you don't need to signal in a cul-de-sac. You, you it's a circle. <laughs> there's there's not, not much lie, you though. can do here. Just because of muscle memory, I sometimes signal at the stupidest times. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, like there's a left turn. It's not like it's not like a intersection. It's like in a neighborhood, the road goes left. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when I'm turning, my hand just kind of swipes the turn signal. I'm oh. like, why, why am I doing that? <laughs> there's nowhere else to go but, except into a tree. But yeah. like, but the, the the biggest thing about these nervous drivers is uh, they're very, very, very critical of everybody else driving. <laughs> all, all the other people on the road, in this, all the other people, like, they'll be driving, and literally nothing's happening. You're on a three-lane freeway, right, and he's in the middle lane. Somebody passes him on the left. He'll be like, yo, what the hell is this guy doing, dude? Holy shit. I'm like, what, what happened? He's like, dude, this guy just passed me going like 75. I'm like... Bro, you okay? That guy's just passing you. Nothing happened here, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're then, fine. Calm down. Yeah, exactly. Or like if you go into like a little busier part of town or maybe like a city and somebody's taking a left turn or something. Yo, 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 what is this guy doing? Holy crap. Holy crap. I'm like, bro, relax. Dude's just making a turn. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, Overcritical and thinking everybody else is a complete idiot, which is the way I drive. But I know that everyone else is an idiot. <laughs> th- th- this guy, he is the idiot. But he thinks everyone else is an idiot. And and that's just because, like, they're not confident in their own skills of driving. They're very nervous the whole time. I wanted to ask you this, though. Uh-huh. Have you ever sat in the car with one of these people while you were driving? I, I thought, I, I don't think that's that bad. They're usually pretty quiet in my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because especially <laughs> with me, if I get really pissed if somebody tells me something that is completely unnecessary. So unless I haven't sat with them before... Or they haven't sat with me before, they know not to open their damn mouth. Because uh, I know of people who, you know, are not driving. I am driving. Yeah. I'm going to brake. I see with my eyes that there's a car in front of me, and it's stopping. So I'm starting to brake, and, you know, these people are like, Whoa, 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 watch out, watch out. <gasps> and at that point, dude, like, you doing that startles yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And makes me more likely to get into an accident. Uh, Sounds like driving with my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 watch out, watch out. I got got one that kind of ties into uh, parts like nervous drivers thing. Well, Uh it's like a two-part thing. Uh, but ghost breaking and people that do gas break, gas break, gas break. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. That's always fun. <laughs> Is ghost breaking like where you're just like on the brake but you're still moving forward? Yeah, you're not, like, actually, like, trying to stop. You just, like, tap the brake so the light comes on and then it confuses the shit out of you. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the people that, like, drive along with their brake light on. Oh, no, no, no. It's, like, when you're going, there's no one in front of you, but you, like, give the the brake a little tap, a little tap, a yeah, little tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are That's shit. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like, fuck, man. They're Morse coding a message to the car behind. No, I don't <laughs> think so, dude. I think they're, they're got dumb. got something to say. <laughs> 
They're spies. <laughs> well, you know what ties in with that? That kind of pisses mm-hmm. me off, Andrew. You know what the fantastic feeling is when you're flying through lights and they're all green. Fantastic, right? But there's mm-hmm. always people that when they're coming up to a green light and it's been green for a very long time, mm-hmm. they'll hit the brake at the green light, assuming that it's going to turn red. When it's freaking green, you know? I've never experienced that. My cousin does that. He kind of like slows down a bit before intersections. And the reason why is, okay, he he grew up driving in Taiwan. Uh In the States, we have a certain amount of trust for when the light is green, that means the other lights are red. That means no one will hit you. You're free to go. But growing up driving in Taiwan, he was like... Yeah, no, going every, through every intersection, I had the slight feeling that there was always a chance I would get hit by an oncoming car. Uh, what the? <laughs> well, I think of it this way. In this country, if they hit me, I die. Well, somebody's getting paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy way out of student loans. There you go. <laughs> uh, United States of America, the land of lawsuits. Yep. yep. Yeah, dude, there's a there's another one that just gets me gets me real real annoyed because, you know, where where I live, we have this kind of main street here, a lot of like businesses and like restaurants and stuff along it, right? And some of them, like those entries into the street, there's no like lights there. You just kind of you know make a right turn or wait and then left turn across the lanes, right? That's fine, you know, that's fantastic. But what I hate is when motherfuckers like I'm going down the street and a dude makes a right turn in front of me. When I'm doing about 45, 50 miles an hour, cuts me off. And then the best part is you could have literally waited until I passed you because there was nobody else coming. Because I would look back and be like, how many cars are behind me? Uh Most of the time, there's nobody damn behind me. So, you know, he could have waited till I passed and then had his sweet time to enter no, no, no. He has to enter right before me. And then instead of, you know, okay, yeah, man, I kind of cut this guy off. Let me accelerate a little bit. I will continue <laughs> to accelerate very slowly to about 30 miles an hour. And then, I love those people. Oh, my yes. God. Dude, Fantastic I get up right in their butt, and I honk my horn for at least two blocks. Like, I don't let off. <laughs> I don't let off. But, like, you were talking about pulling out of, like, shopping centers and whatnot. Oh. Uh-huh. Right? Here's one thing I hate. People who feel the need to slow down about 40 miles (laughs) ahead of a shopping center. Yeah. And, like, not pull into, like, the shoulder or the right lane or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just stay in the lane 40 miles away from your destination. Like, I'm going to start braking now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Or for the same thing, for, like, a left turn, you know, and if there's a dedicated, like, left turn lane. Oh, yeah. They start braking before the left turn lane even shows up and then they enter instead of entering the left turn lane then breaking yeah oh my god oh, oh speaking god. of left turns i always i also love the people who like make the left turns and i don't know why slow down almost to a halt in the middle of the left turn yeah as if they're turning a 740 fucking 7 <laughs> why yeah right it's it's like it's as if the it, your car's not gonna roll over. It's fine. God, it's dude. fine. I feel like that's genuinely what people assume. Like their car is gonna roll over. It's like, dude, yeah, you paid so much money. People engineered this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not and, going and to roll dude, over. Andrew's so right. It's usually these motherfuckers with brand new, nice ass cars. They're driving like <laughs> dipshits. Everyone, everyone thinks they're driving a Mercedes Sprinter or something, or like, <laughs> like an eighteen wheeler. Or you know, you know, talking about seven forty sevens. The shit that. 
pisses me off. Especially, <laughs> especially you got me going to a different pitch tone now. <laughs> when you're at a busy ass parking lot and you need to find parking and some guy's pulling out, I bet I'll wait for you to leave, right? And this dude is doing pre-flight checks and freaking flight planning to go down the <laughs> damn street. And then he reverses like as if he's getting pushed back and pushing back at 740. I've seen 747s get pushed back faster than some of these idiots in Priuses push back out of a goddamn parking spot. How is that possible? That, like, on top of that, too, it's like when they back up and they're, like, five feet away from the nearest car and they have to, like, pull forward and make, like, a 12-point turn out of their spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As if they're going to hit them. You're like, you literally can park a building between the gap you have. (laughs) I I had that happen once at a shopping center, okay? Uh This guy pulls out. He's in, like, I think it's, like, an E63 AMG Cabriolet or something. Okay. Oh, one God. of those convertible Merc AMG things. Well, he fucked up when he bought the cab, but okay. Uh, he, he backed up and, like, needed to do the 12-point turn you were talking about, even though he had, like, 5,000 feet ahead of him. Uh-huh. He decided to do that, and then he decided to, like, rev his engine while he was in the parking lot. Like, look at me! Wow. Look at me in this car! And I'm like, bro, the way you just drove, no one... W- you don't want people to look at you. People well, are like, looking you at you already. Try- <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to leave as quick as possible. <laughs> he, probably, he probably didn't realize it was a neutral or some shit. <laughs> uh, the, the biggest problem on the street is just people are dumbasses. Going back to one of our earlier episodes, Jeff, it's all the DMV's fault. It's right. Like, I was just about to say that. I was like, people or the government needs to make it harder to get a license in this country. Ser- seriously. Re- they really do. It's so easy. They, they don't even do a highway test. There's, there's no highway no, test. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't even think there's a, like, a parallel parking test. And you know how many people I know that are actually very afraid to do parallel parking? Yeah, that's crazy. You just get someone that drove around the block and they're like, all right, here you go. Yeah, you looks like you could drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on the freeway. And, and you know what's fantastic? When the California DMV asks you questions about icy conditions... Go fuck yourself. Why don't you actually <laughs> ask a question that's relevant to the state you're in? What the shit am I going to... What is that guy going to do with that information? Why don't you put on the test the left lanes for passing instead of that ice question, bro? Biggest fraud in this country is a DMV. Got to be like... What what co- what country was it? In like Finland when you have to learn how to like... Uh, 360 slide. handbrake turn. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a driving test. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, before you guys hop into the next segment, I got to bounce. Andrew, I got, yeah, some just show. came up, so sorry. All right, it's okay. It was good to discuss these infuriating topics. With Fuck you. the yes. DMV. <laughs> that mainly. <laughs> and with that being said, let us go to our sponsored break. Bye, Andrew. Bye. All right, welcome to our sponsored break. Yeah. Perth. Hi. Who is our sponsor? I forgot. Okay, good. No, I got All it. All right. <laughs> our oh, sponsor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the, you know, the notes. Uh, I still don't have it memorized, actually. It's kind of sad. And I'm the one that says it the most. Um, but our sponsor this week is Sapien. Again, thank you, Sapien. Sapien is a blockchain-based social network that rewards users for high-quality content with cryptocurrency. And you guys can sign up today if you want to check them out at www.sapien.network to start earning today. 
Thank you again, Sapien, for the support. We appreciate it. Long time, man. Yes, yes. And also, as always, our show was sponsored by ourselves. Bob! You could, oh, yes, ourselves. I was just trying to make it fun. Good. So <laughs> fun. So much fun was had right now. Anyways, uh, you could check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com. Uh, you could get a link to where you could listen and all our socials there and stuff and things. And if you want to uh, support our show and sponsor us, you can email us at thecurbsidepodcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Should we go to the news? Yeah. Let's get back to the show. All right, the news. Well, Jeff, it's a sad day for the enthusiasts down in the the Oz. Um, the Oz. You heard about uh, Australia, bro? Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant where, like, you know. Uh, no, not the, Wizard of Oz, bro. Yeah, where Dorothy lives. No, no. So big news from Australia, GM has decided to pull out of Australia and New Zealand, and basically that means the Holden brand is dead. Bruh. Yeah, man. Bruh. Uh, but the Holden was... Holdens were so good. Holden was the, basically the last reven, uh, remaining thing of Pontiac. Yeah. No, well, Holden was... Holden was basically the backbone for, like, a bunch of great cars, like the Pontiac GTO, uh, the backbone for the Chevy SS... The yeah. backbone for, in the, Europe, the Vauxhall VXR8 yeah. thing. They had the the, the Malou, the Ute. Yeah. Those things are awesome. Like, I don't get it, okay? So this news, okay? This news has me on a thing with, why does GM keep killing off their most interesting brands? Well, the news article here kind of gives a reason why. Um, it says GM has been focusing its efforts recently on electrification, which means electric vehicles. They want to spend, uh, last month and announced it would be spending $3 billion investment for production of various electric cars and an autonomous car that they want to develop. And, and, okay, and another thing, uh, Holden has been decreasing in sales, so GM just decided to pull the plug on it. Well, that's because GM's not trying, okay? They killed off Pontiac. Yes. They killed off Saab. Yes. They killed off Saturn, which is... uh, Now they kill off... (laughs) Holden, they killed off Hummer, but you know they're like you know let's let's keep Buick, <laughs> right? I don't I don't understand. You have Pontiac, Saab, Holden. Let's keep Buick. Buick. That's the that's the one we want. At the same time, this is also in Australia. It doesn't really affect my life too much. It's no, sad. but then you don't get you don't get like the Pontiac GTO. You don't get the Chevy SS anymore. Well, I mean we don't get that anyway. It's dead. Well, those were good cars though. Yeah, it's sad. All right, yeah. next piece of news. Is a pe- <laughs> I just love the headline. <laughs> uh, uh, so there's a headline. What are those huge ATVs handing out Kanye West Yeezy QNTM shoes? <laughs> Have you seen the Sherp ATV, Jeff? Yes. So That thing is a monster. It's, it's hilarious, right? So yeah. the Sherp ATV was seen on Jay Leno's show, Jay Leno's Garage, and yeah. it was also seen in Kanye West's music video for Follow God. It's a little boxy thing. If you guys haven't seen a photo of it, I'd say go check it out. Called the Sherp ATV. Uh, it's 11 inches taller than the Mercedes-Benz G500. Uh, it's 99 inches wide. 
It can climb a 35 degree angle, has 23 inches of ground clearance, and is powered by a four cylinder 44 horsepower diesel that can give you 24.5 miles per hour max speed on ground and maximum of 3.7 miles per hour on the water. This thing can float. <laughs> <laughs> it it's is fantastic. It, is it looks amazing. So on the 14th, uh-huh. these freaking ATVs were seen around the streets of Chicago just mobbing around together. And everyone's what like, the- what the hell is happening? So apparently, like, this is part of, like, Kanye West brand thing. So he uh-huh. bought a bunch of these freaking Sherps. And then he's he had, like, people drive him around. And they were handing out his brand new Yeezy QNTM shoes, like, <laughs> a few days before they went on sale. <laughs> like they would just drive down the street pull up dicks to somebody and be like here you go bro you want these shoes <laughs> people in chicago had a fantastic time with this <laughs> yeah there were, there were people taking videos people were taking photos and it's pretty cool i think it's kind of a interesting uh, marketing strategy you definitely catch attention with that oh, yeah. in the streets I love of Chicago. Kanye. He's just nuts in the f- most fabulous ways. Yeah, like it's fantastic. Like this is great, you know? <laughs> so in other news, um Toyota has updated its Supras for the 2021 model year. I saw that. Big news uh is a they have a new two liter inline turbo four it's gonna be putting out 255 horsepower and 295 pounds feet of torque um it weighs a bit less normal one weighs about 3,397 pounds ish uh-huh. uh the four cylinder will weigh 3,181 pounds so it will be lighter but what do you think about having a four cylinder toyota supra it's got BMW written all over it. Yeah. It, that's such a BMW thing. Like, you know how they do the 330 and the 340? It's literally yeah. the same car with a different engine. Just so you can say, I have a Supra. But if you really wanted a Supra, you'd get the one that has the six-cylinder. I, I wonder how much this thing will cost. I don't, I'm not sure we have uh, news on pricing yet. But, like, I don't like the idea of a Supra having a four-cylinder. It makes it it's, more it's, like... That, that's BMW. That's 100% just BMW. Like, that is stinks of BMW. It makes it feel a lot more like, I don't know, Miata territory. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. It's basically just to give people an option to buy a cheaper car if they just want to buy a Supra for the name of... I have a Supra. Well, I mean, there is some good news in terms mm. of this new Supra. They're upping the horsepower of the the new six-cylinder. So instead of putting out yeah. the th- 335, I think it was rated at, it's going to be putting out 382 horsepower. Which we know is a lie, so it's going to be more like 410. Exactly, like we were saying. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a BMW engine. Though. They probably lie because the 335 was doing 340 to the wheels or something. So it's a 47 horsepower increase over the original six-cylinder, and it's only three pounds heavier. Dude, that, <laughs> dude, I already know what they did, dude. So when the original M2 came out, it had that amount of horsepower, right? Then they bumped it up, and now the M2 has 382 horsepower. It's the same fucking engine. <laughs> they just tuned it a little different. Huh. It's, I, I bet you, dude. It's such a BMW thing. <laughs> like it's it's such a like it is classic BMW. Like yeah. this is not even a Toyota. It should be the BMW Supra. The BMW that looks like a Toyota Supra. <laughs> There you go, dude. In other news, Jeff, um, I just found some fun news today because I didn't really find any, like, newsworthy news, you know? Uh-huh. Unless you wanted me to talk about a Kia. 
No, we're good. We're good on that. We can <laughs> so do without I that. I thought it would just be better to talk about some things that are fun. Not fun for these uh, few young folks out in Boston, though. So, uh-huh. headline reads, Boston kids steal two Lamborghinis from dealership. Two, two kids? Two kids. <laughs> Wait, so, what? So, hold on. How did this go, Dad? So, apparently, kids, juveniles... It, they were like in six. They they did not have a driver's license. They were not of the age of getting a driver's license. They were like uh, thirteen, okay. fourteen years old. At around three a.m. on Monday, on February seventeenth, apparently uh, police officers from the Wayland Police Department, which is just outside Boston, reported to a burglar alarm at Lamborghini of Boston. And uh-huh. before the cop even got to the dealership, he knew some shit was up. Because standing at the light, side by side, at 3 in the morning, was a yellow Uh and a white Urus sitting next to a cruise. (laughs) (laughs) A Chevy Cruze. What the heck? And the cop was like, hmm, people with a Urus don't really know anybody who drives a Chevy Cruze. (laughs) (laughs) So he decides to light up all three of them. And I guess only one of them stopped, and then the two guys in the Lamborghinis took off. Uh, they, they didn't get far. <laughs> of course, the cars were damaged. They did wreck it a little bit. And the funny part was, uh, they the said here, we're guessing the plant went no further than steal the cars and drive to Malden, someplace in Boston, I guess. Yeah. But because they missed some much tastier hardware right there at that very dealership, they may have stolen two Euruses, but they whiffed on the 918 Spider. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Oh. This is why you need to know cars. So yeah, you it, know what to steal they, from a Lamborghini dealership. <laughs> These guys, I'm pretty sure they didn't know shit about cars, dude. They're probably like young kids <laughs> listening to rap music and, you know, following social media like, oh, shit, Lamborghini Euros is the new thing. You know, I want to be cool, you know? And yeah. they just decided to steal the Urus, and they're like, no idea that this 918 is just sitting there, you know? <laughs> or they have no idea what that 918 actually means. <laughs> Interesting news out of Boston from Boston to Lamborghini. Or what? <laughs> Boston to Lamborghini, Jeff. <laughs> Lamborghini of Boston. Uh, and I got a, another... Well, actually, this is... Actually, this is my one piece of real news. So early this week, a Porsche Taycan caught fire in a Florida oh, home. And oh, burnt the shit out of his garage, and the car is, like, destroyed. No idea what happened. Obviously, it made headlines because Porsche's new EV. That's fine. I understand that. It's new tech, new technology. Everybody wants to know what happened. Like, is it the owner's fault? Is there some manufacturing defect? What's going on? You know, whole yeah. EV thing, right? But apparently, there's a small but very vocal portion of Tesla drivers and Tesla, I'll say, fanboys... Who are very upset that this incident does not receive the same amount of press as a Tesla would have catching on fire. Uh, Of course. They they were very mad about that. That's what they think. Because all they follow is Tesla news. (laughs) That's all they're going to see. They're like, oh, it's it's all over the news. No, that's the only news you follow, dude. (laughs) There's a quote, and it says, They feel Tesla has been treated unfairly by the press for ongoing coverage of fires in those vehicles. You say one thing bad about Tesla. Tesla's being treated unfairly by the press. And these are the same people that one take hand catches on fire and they're like it's not being represented in the media it's like oh shut gosh, your ass this up so annoying branching off of that though uh-huh. mkbhd on youtube he's a big youtube tech yeah, reviewer yeah. if yeah. you guys don't know he did an interview a sit-down interview with bill gates and they covered a bunch of topics 
And one of the things they were covering was the uh, electric car. Okay. And Bill Gates said that Tesla has indeed paved the way for the electric car. Mm-hmm. But the first electric car he's going to buy is the Porsche Taycan. Hell yeah. <laughs> he's got the money. He, he do what he want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone decided to be like, oh, hey, Elon Musk. Bill Gates says he's going to buy a Taycan, not a, not a Tesla. What do you think about that? And Elon Musk was like, you know, the conversations I've had with Bill Gates have been very underwhelming. Someone's butt hurt. His, the conversations he's had with Bill Gates have been underwhelming. Mm. He asked him, what does he think about Taycan or him buying a Taycan? And he responds that the conversations I've had with him have been underwhelming. Mm-hmm. But hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, he was like, oh, he's not buying my car. I am personally offended, so I am going to attack Bill Gates' person. He's not talking to me at recess. He was not, he's not my friend. He was a meanie anyway. What a child. Elon Musk is a child. He's a child. And everybody buys a Tesla as a child. Just little <laughs> brains haven't developed yet. I want a Tesla. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, that is our show for this week. Yeah. <laughs> As always, guys, we really appreciate those of you who listen and listen to our very uh, strong opinions on very not important topics. I don't have strong opinions. What are you talking about? Uh, but yeah, if you guys, you know, would enjoy the show uh please go and you know share it with everyone you think would also enjoy it or people who won't enjoy it send it to them too who the shit cares yeah you know what anything any publicity is good publicity kind of not real i don't know anyways if you guys want to listen to us you can check us out at the curbsidepodcast.com there's going to be a link there to our libsyn page which gives you the link to all our other platforms we're on google podcasts apple podcasts uh, stitcher tune in and uh, spotify and check us out on our socials too uh, twitter is at the curbside pod instagram at the curbside podcast and we have a facebook page too Just check us out on the libsyn take you to the facebook page take you to the instagram and the twitter as well everything's there and then also we do have a youtube channel go look us up there um go subscribe hit the bell notification we have some video ideas that we would like to put out let's just say we're going to be having an in-person collaboration pretty soon coming up yeah so look forward to that and wanted to say a quick thank you to kid dope for the intro and outro to our show Wild cars. What is it? Shit. <laughs> what is it? Fast it's, cars and wild hearts? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wild it's fast car. <laughs> wild cars and fast hearts, dude. <laughs> They're fast going cars. to the hospital for that one is, is what's going on there. With fast hearts, dude. <laughs> uh, I, meant, I meant to say it uh, for, you know, fast cars and wild hearts. Uh, thank you for that one. I've butchered the shit out of it, but thank you. <laughs> fast hearts, bro. That's yep. not good. That's not safe. <laughs> yep. And with our fast hearts. <laughs> as always, my name is Jeff. And I'm Parth. <laughs> Remember, drive safe and drive good. Don't be a dumbass. And life is too short to drive boring cars. Bye, 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 bye. Fast cars and wild hearts.